Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. My name is Armando Wershing, and I am the business development manager for 4850 Labs. We are a platinum enterprise solutions partner with Atlassian. And today we're going to talking about some of the support services that we offer. Joining me today is Darren Brown, our Atlassian team manager. Darren. Hi, thanks, Armando. Good afternoon. My name is Darren Brown. I'm the Atlassian practice manager here at 4850 Labs. Been with the company for about four and a half years. So good to talk to you today. Thanks, Darren. And also joining us today is Brooke Gravitt, our VP of Engineering. Hey, thanks, Armando. It's Brooke Gravitt, uh, VP of Engineering, Chief Software Architect at 4850 Labs. Thanks for having me. And thanks for joining us. As I mentioned, we're going to talk about what our managed support services for Atlassian products offer. And the reason we have these two particular people from our company here is because as the Atlassian team manager, Darren is very involved with all the things that our deployment teams and the, the consulting teams see and talk to our customers about. And Brooke, our managed support services operations group, reports up to him and can speak to all the things we gain. So with that said, I'm going to turn it over to them. Darren, how about you start with some of the things that you hear from our customers that they have challenges maintaining or keeping up with and go from there? Yeah, so one of the things we see quite often is that the overall JIRA and Atlassian tool administration is not being owned by a primary resource, more so it's being done by whoever has time at the moment to handle it as a side job. Brooke, any thoughts there? Yeah, so one of the, the key value propositions that we bring to the table with support is the idea of taking all the functional administration off your hands. So we had a matrix of typical admin activities like adding users or you know creating groups or it might be running reports or just doing some routine maintenance, audit stuff, all those kind of things that sort of the part-time admin is usually too busy to take care of until it gets you know escalated to somebody's manager. That's the sort of bread and butter for us is to take care of all that stuff, take it off your plate. So that stuff gets done on a regular basis, routinely, and in a consistent way. And you don't have to worry about those kind of things. It's funny you mentioned consistency because that was the next thing I was going to bring up is we, we often are pulled into environments once they start looking like the wild, wild west where too many admins have been given the ability to make changes. So the completely non-standardized environment is the result of that. Are, are there any things that the support offerings could address yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that we do is we do monthly reports for our, our customers. We do some that are quarterly and some that are annual as well, but those reports tend to be things like audit logs where we look and see who are users that haven't logged in with the last number of end days to try to help drive down the cost of licenses in use. Maybe you, you have uh, more users then you have licenses and it's better to get rid of the, the users who are not actually active and disable them so that other people can use the tool. We sort of health checks where we can look and see if, if certain resources are being underutilized so we can try to standardize across instances or it might be as simple as running a report that shows all the projects and looking at the issue schemes or the security schemes, just making sure that they're all roughly the same, that, that no one has escalated levels of power that they shouldn't be as too many power users or too many admins in the kitchen. So that sort of thing. Just those routine reports that we run on, on those cadences of say monthly, quarterly, annual that bring to light a lot of those things and allow you to get some consistency across the board. So one of the things we also see quite a bit of is in what we've been spending time with our customers doing are consolidations. And that 
comes from a byproduct of shadow IT, your instances being spun up because people want to do their own thing in their own way in their non-standardized environment. So we're seeing multiple, a sprawl of Atlassian usage in an organization where that could be centralized if there was more visibility. I believe that's something that support should probably be able to address as well. Yeah, so managing that central instance and, and assisting with some of the migrations, consolidation of multiple instances. It could be cloud to on-prem or on-prem to cloud. It could be sort of a, a dev to prod, refreshes of environments that you want to do some testing in before you make those changes live in production. Absolutely can handle all those kind of activities in terms of consolidation and data migration. You mentioned health checks. Would that be something that could help uh, uh, some of our customers that have done things just out of ignorance, such as installing and then deploying a production level app and using the internal H2 database. Is that something that you can, your team would mitigate that? Yeah, absolutely. So again, with those health checks, we run a variety of checks against the system, looking at all sorts of telemetry data to see if it could be whether the connection pools are right size, the data connection, the uh, data, database connection rather, um, whether or not the VM has enough memory or it's a large enough number of CPUs or, or threads. It could be looking at the IOPS of the underlying storage. We do a variety of checks depending on the environment, whether it's a data center, a single uh, standalone server, or it's cloud, just to take a look at utilization across the board. A lot of folks unintentionally treat their their instances of Elastium products like they're a, a raid boss or something, and, and they just kind of hammer it with things like reporting, where they're just absolutely annihilating the box with, with some misguided SQL queries directly to the database, or maybe it's a script in, in something like Script Runner or some um, Groovy that really doesn't have a lot of exception handling, and so it could bring down a box. So we do some audit around those kind of things as well to make sure that you're not going to unintentionally go treat it like it's a raid boss and need 40 people to you know get under control. But. Is there any ability for your team to help support the evaluation of vendor apps or identify which vendor app is the right one to, to deploy for a team? Yeah, absolutely. On um, of our support offerings, that's included the vetting of both the third-party vendors um, as well as uh, add-ons and then escalation of issues that, that might re result from installing and reusing them to, to those third-party vendors. So as it comes to the Atlassian tools themselves, is there support around just advanced use cases or any kind of guidance that your team provides to customers as it, in terms of maturing their instance or growing the usage and, and uh, expanding the functionality of their instance? Yeah, absolutely. So we look at usage over time and make recommendations based on things that we see in terms of recurring patterns, or perhaps this would be easier to do with something like Script Runner or one of the other add-ons in the marketplace that, that might make their job or their lives a little easier. And as well as identifying opportunities that if it's a very advanced use case, some, some deep integration or, or something that would require a decent amount of time, we have our professional services arm, which we engage through support to, uh, to look at those type of things and, and scope out that kind of work for any sort of custom or large scale improvements. In general, how would the support offering help the customer save money? 
So it's really, it's gonna come down to a couple of things. One is if you are constrained on headcount and you need to have someone as a full-time admin, if JIRA is central to your business, I mean, you really can't afford to have an outage or downtime or not to have someone who has responsibility for making sure that it's available and running and it kept up to date and, and patched and all that, then the TCO on the support contract is, is really good, as well as cutting down your folks, even if you do have a full-time admin or someone, a couple of part-time admins, freeing them from all the mundane sort of busy work of adding users or adding users to groups or you know, resetting passwords, simple administrative stuff that just eats up a lot of time, especially with lots and lots of users. If you have a, a, a large instance with a ton of users, you can easily get bogged down and just absolutely simple stuff just at volume. So we can take that off your uh, plate and let those smart folks concentrate on, you know, doing better things for either JIRA or for other parts of the organization, which translates into innovation or, you know, time saved. Just it's, it's a really good uh, return on, on the investment for the support contract. So the last question I have, and this one we get quite often is, what's the main difference between the support offering that 4850 has and what Atlassian provides? The biggest difference is that even with Atlassian's premier offering for their cloud and uh, server and data center stuff, they don't put hands on keyboards. So they're not going to log into your instance. They're not going to poke around. They're not going to log in and look at anything. You can open tickets and you can escalate and get eyes on it. But we actually make sure that we have access to everything. We will put our hands on keyboards. We'll do the upgrades and patches and install things for you and take care of those work. So that's a huge difference. We also have a 24-7 staffed knock that is responsible for escalating issues to folks who are on call on our support team. So it's a little different than Atlassian's offering. And there's this, although they do have now more follow the sun type of support, it's not like it's 24-7, get somebody on the phone right away, uh, sort of support offering. That's all really good content, guys. So I do have want to want to touch back on something. There are two platforms out there. Well, there are technically three. We have server, we have data center for those customers that are running it in-house. And our support options allow us to do all that uh, the maintenance and upgrades and patches and monitoring if needed if, or uh, in some situations. But in particular, when we look at cloud customers, right, they're usually going onto the cloud because they're not going to manage, they're not going to maintain, they're using FISIS SaaS. Why would it be a good idea to have some sort of managed support or support offering from us for those customers that are going to the cloud? Darren, you know, you have the most experience of putting our customers in the cloud or migrating them to the cloud. Tell us a little bit about those customers and maybe Brooke can then kind of fill in. Here's how our support helps. Sure. Our cloud customers, our customers that are adopting the cloud deployment, they fall into two categories that we've seen primarily. Uh, most of them are rather small shops that don't have the resources to handle the infrastructure, the maintenance and management of the infrastructure necessary to run the Atlassian tool set, or they're a customer that is really new to the environment and are really just getting used to the tool set, really kind of kicking the tires and evaluating if it's somewhere that they, that's something that they want to use going forward and with the relative ease of spinning up a, a cloud environment, it makes it an easy model to try that evaluation, which often grows into a, a full production mission critical type stack from that point. So 
we see a lot of immature customers and organizations or resources or customers that don't have the resources necessary to run it on-prem. So Brooke, how does our managed support services address those challenges for those relatively new users or, or organizations that are jumping onto Atlassian Cloud? or the Atlassian products in general? Yeah, so, you know, as we were talking about earlier, one of the big differences is that uh, between you know, our support and say, Atlassian support, well, very good Atlassian support, they don't put hands on keyboards. They're not gonna log into your instance and take a look around or run any audit checks for you or run any sort of reports on your behalf, manager your instance to any degree, add our users or, or manage any of those kind of things. We continue to do a lot of those pieces, like the some basic workflow creation, account management, adding users and groups, and sort of that, that functional admin aspect of it, the hands-on administration, as well as you know providing guidance on how to deal with being in the cloud in general when you leave on-prem, where you can have a non-production environment very easily, like a test version of Jira that you can, you can test out your workflow changes or or you know, maybe upgrades. When you're in the cloud, you're always on the tip version of Jira. It's always the newest version of things tend to get deployed right underneath you. So helping make that transition has been key for us in helping a lot of customers adjust to the cloud, as well as integrating SaaS stuff and assisting with how they can set up stuff that's on-prem and talking out to the you know, Jira SaaS offering. Awesome. Well, I think that's good for today. Hopefully you've, uh, for those listeners, you found this information useful. If you have additional questions, please reach out to us and go to our webpage. Uh, you can find that at the word 40, the number eight, the word 50 labs, labs.com. And just click on Atlassian at the top and then click on our support services. And you'll see a lot more information there and you'll be able to also fill in a contact us request form so we can reach out to you. Or for those of you who are lucky enough to be an existing customer or a customer of Veristore, please talk to your 4850 Labs or Veristore representative and they'll get you in touch with us. Thank you very much and hope you have a great rest of your day, evening, morning, whatever that may be when you're listening. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Thanks. Thanks.